My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bunjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Thursday the 25th of May. I'm Zara. I'm Sam. In case you hadn't heard, the property market is not quite a fun place to be at the moment. Well, housing affordability is now at its worst level since the global financial crisis more than a decade ago. Affordability is at its worst in more than three decades. The New South Wales government is now changing the rules for first home buyers. So we're going to tell you what those new rules are, who it might help and what's on offer in all the other states. But first, Sam, the headlines. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese met with his Indian counterpart Narendra Modi in Sydney yesterday. Modi's here on a three-day visit, making it the leader's sixth meeting in the past 12 months. Albanese will return the visit when he travels to India for the G20 summit in September. The Australian Federal Police have discovered over 300 kilograms of methamphetamine. The substance was hidden inside a piece of steel machinery which was shipped to New South Wales last month. Police said the drugs were elaborately concealed in the machinery and are yet to find out who is responsible. It has an estimated street value of $273 million. That is so much money. And I hope everyone enjoyed their non-US presidential headlines because they're starting to come thick and fast now. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is expected to formally launch his campaign to be the Republican nominee in the US presidential race in an interview on Twitter today. DeSantis is a Republican and has gained significant popularity in recent years for his conservative policies in Florida. And the good news, scientists have discovered three critically endangered turtle species in a Queensland creek for the very first time. The discovery has sparked hopes of a self-sustaining population of white-throated snapping turtles in the area. White-throated snapping turtles. They are Australia's largest freshwater turtles and can live up to 100 years. The rules for first-home buyers are changing in New South Wales and you will be forgiven for having a bit of whiplash because it was only six months ago that there was a new law introduced under the previous government and that was under Dominique Perrottet. That policy, introduced by the Coalition, gave first-home buyers the option between stamp duty or annual land tax. And six months later, we have a new government and we have a new Premier and now that option is going to be abolished. Zara, I'm not a homeowner. Can you explain stamp duty? So stamp duty is a one-off tax that is handed over at the point of sale for certain purchases. We often think about it in regards to a home, but it can also be a block of land. Stamp duty, like any other tax, is of course a source of revenue for the government, but it's seen as one of the many, many barriers to buying a property because it's basically another lump sum of money that you need to think about on top of your deposit. To give you an idea of how much stamp duty can be in New South Wales, because that's where the policy we're talking about today is, if you bought a $700,000 property today, you're looking at around $27,000 in stamp duty, which has to be paid upfront. 
So what the previous government was doing was trying to find another way to do that that was ultimately lowering the barriers to entering the housing market. So the previous government's plan here was instead of paying one large lump sum of money when you buy that land or that house, you can instead make payments over time in the form of an annual land tax. And the annual land tax would work out to be about $400 a year plus 0.3% of the land value each year. So it's making it more of a long-term payment off rather than that lump sum at the beginning. Exactly. But that previous policy wasn't extended to everybody. It was only available for first home buyers purchasing a property of up to $1.5 million or a block of land worth up to 800k. So that was the policy introduced by the Perite former coalition government. What's the new New South Wales government proposing now? So Chris Minns has been in power just a few short months, but... In his new role, he plans to abolish the choice between land tax and stamp duty, and pretty soon, from the start of July. Instead, the new New South Wales government will allow first home buyers of properties up to 800k in value to not pay any stamp duty. Just to be clear, first home buyers were already exempt from paying stamp duty on properties up to 650k, but the government's going to increase that price limit to 800k. The government is also going to reduce the cost of stamp duty for properties between $800,000 and $1 million. In a press conference, Min said that the new scheme would apply to more people than the old one did and that it would focus on those buying less expensive properties. The current arrangements that were introduced by the previous government in the second half of last year have been in operation for around six months and for many uh, in many cases the verdict's in. We now know that 52% of the tax concessions are going to just 13% of first home buyers, those purchasing a property above a million dollars. Now that's a lot of subsidy for people who are purchasing a property above one million dollars for their first home. So that's what the Minns government is saying about the coalition's policy and advocating a new policy that they've put forward. Talk to me about how the coalition have responded to their policy now being scrapped. New South Wales Shadow Treasurer Damien Tudhope accused the government of, quote, breaking the hearts of first home buyers this week. He said that nearly 8,000 first home buyers had chosen to pay the property tax over stamp duty since the coalition scheme had begun in November last year. When we put this story up on Instagram, it got a lot of interest in the comments and I think this idea of how easy it is for first home buyers to break into a property market or difficult or difficult is really really grabbing everyone's attention at the moment talk me through the rules in other states and territories there are lots of different first home buyer schemes in the different states and territories this is by no means a uniform approach across the country But seeing as this New South Wales policy was specifically about stamp duty, I did think it would be good to do a bit of compare and contrast from other jurisdictions in the country. And before I go through this list, I think that you need to keep in mind that obviously there are lots of different conditions that apply when you are looking to buy a house and we're not going to list all of them. So you will need to do more research if you are in one of these jurisdictions. But let's go through it. Noted. So... If you are in WASM and you are looking to buy your first home, stamp duty is waived on properties up to $430,000. Victoria waives stamp duty if you're buying a home for $600,000 or less and reduces stamp duty, so it doesn't make it exempt altogether, but reduces that for properties priced up to $750,000. 
On to Queensland now, where stamp duty is waived for properties up to $500,000 and it's reduced, similar to Victoria, for properties to $550,000. In Tassie, there is a 50% discount on stamp duty for properties $600,000 and less. In the ACT, it works a bit differently. If you earn less than $170,000 per year, you're able to save up to $34,790. So I'll take a break after reading all those numbers. That hurt my brain. But neither the NT or South Australia have stamp duty concessions for first-home buyers. So it's clearly a tool that state and territory governments have at their disposal to try and make things easier for first-home buyers. But it's not the only way that they can help first-home buyers get into the market What else is on offer for governments to deploy to make it easier for you and me to enter the market? I won't get into all of them, but lots of the states and territories do have grants available when you either construct a new home or buy a recently constructed home to live in. The federal government has also recently announced an expansion of an existing scheme, which allows eligible first home buyers to buy a home with a 5% deposit. The government is expanding that now to allow friends and family members to apply for the scheme together, whereas in the past it was just for single people or those in a married or de facto relationship. So, Sam, you and I as best friends can possibly, with all the conditions met, buy a house with a 5% deposit. Maybe we should make a TDA clubhouse. No, thank you. (laughs) So there are... (laughs) So there are a lot of schemes out there, Zara, and... I think, though, I would be speaking for a lot of people here if I voiced the concern that the market is still damn hard to crack. It is. And I think that's probably a good note to end on is that trying to remove these very significant barriers in some way or another doesn't actually deal with the root of the problem, which we know to be supply. Thank you so much for joining us on The Daily Oz. If you learned something from today's episode, don't forget to send it to a friend. That is how TDA grows and how we can keep rocking up to work and make a new episode for you every weekday morning. We'll be back again tomorrow. Until then, have a great day. 